we're not going to do anything somber. Can you guys just give me your best Dolph memories that we can get into the podcast? All right, man. Look. All right. All right. This is our little Dolph tribute. Rest in peace, Dolph. Um, great life was lost, but I like Taj said, a lot of great memories, a lot of great songs. Remember him by, remember him by, a lot of great things he did in the community. Um, probably my favorite moment tied to Dolph has to be the little like white kid in the <laughs> private school blazer hitting the dance outside in the shopping center, cause like uh, that was my introduction to Dolph and like remains like the classic. Like the classic Dolph video, so. Uh, my favorite Dolph memory. I got this friend named Zenefron. I don't know what Zen's connection. We call him Zen. I don't know what his connection to Memphis is, but this was like during like Fortnite days. Nigga would just enter the chat every day, blasting Dolph, and it got to the point where I became a fan of Dolph for like, like six months straight just because of Zen. So shout out Dolph for that. Um, also like all the memes. He was a really funny guy, um, and a family man. So I support anybody who's like a good parent i root for them so that's kind of what i liked about Dolph the most uh, i would say that that private school kid memory is hilarious uh rest <laughs> in peace Dolph. No money, no, I don't condone it. Uh, yeah, I came in with the rollers. Now I got an AP, but get white go, yeah. Uh, hell yeah, I'm playing with the shit. Young nigga like the flicks, and everybody know that. Uh, hell yeah, everybody know. Everybody know I smoke dope. Everybody know. Everybody know how it go. Yeah, I fuck everybody, ho. Everybody know. Everybody know what I told. Everybody know that my clips 3 0 or more. Everybody say they want smoke. Everybody say they want smoke until they meet the goat. Clock. Everybody know. It's a green light, yeah, everything a go. That's real low. Everybody know, everybody know, I don't give a fuck about a hoe I used to keep my whole bank account in the flow Let the carbon hang out the back window Fuck you, your best friend, and your kinfolk Police ass nigga, call him Carl Winslow They couldn't make this shit up in a movie Drake, yay, beef Jay Prince made it up in his head That's what I'm saying, he came up with this look He was at the crib, he had the shades on The boot cut jeans He said, look, this is what we gonna do We gonna put on this beef Then we gonna make y'all break up the beef to come together for Larry Hoover for a greater cause via a stadium concert. They're going to have a vintage film on. Remember when Michael Jackson performed at the Super Bowl? That's no. my expectations, basically. That is my expectations for Were we the, even alive? the free Larry exactly. Hoover. <laughs> Why would we remember this? All right, you don't remember it, but you should have seen it. Anyway, that is my expectation. I mean, the, the whole stage is the field. The whole field is exactly. the stage. So. I hope. I mean that's what it said on the on the Ticketmaster. So I, I think we're about to get something crazy. You know, Kanye is one of my. It's got to be top five in stage design of like all hip hop artists. So I'm expecting greatness. The the ad said that this is Kanye's return to live performance. So you know that got me. I'm like okay, we're about to see. You know he had the crazy uh stage shit with Cuddy when he was in that box for Kitsy Ghost, and then he had the um. The two like cubes for the watch the throne tour so what is he about to do with drake for the life of pablo the floating stage for pablo i'm just trying to think about what he did with other people i'm like okay like at what point is drake come out like not for glow it can't be for glow that's what i'm thinking like when i thought about that's the first thing i thought about chance cornerly posted glow on his instagram (laughs) he did yeah. Hey, I'm like, good why? for I'm good for a couple corny I'm good for a corny post every once in a while. 
That was one of them. I happily embraced it. In any case, um, what are the expectations? Talking about the ticket price, like, come on, man, nosebleeds was all right. Can I be a nerd? Fifty without fees, and we I, in a stadium, eighty thousand seats, seventy-eight k seats outside. Outside, like, fam, it's about to be a little cold. I'm about to be wearing my my stone jacket. It's about to be fam. And it's called the Free Larry Hoover, so I'm not sure what to expect. I'm not sure if they won't keep it simple just to make it solely about the cause or if he won't do just the most Kanye elaborate shit. I don't know what to expect. This I think it's going to be... I don't think there will be any in-between, though. It's either going to be one or the other. It's just going to be like box, box on the field, nigga standing on stage, like maybe doing some shit, but I just don't know what to expect. And I, I think that's either. that's the allure. That's the allure. If that's the right word. That's the draw. Taj, expectations. I don't know. I, you guys know I love Kanye, and I I think I said on like an old podcast that I would be willing to pay up to five hundred dollars just to see Kanye live. He's one of my favorite artists. But I, this kind of feels nasty. I'm not gonna lie. It kind of feels like a excuse for Drake and Kanye to come back together. Like Kanye, like. None of us have like divorced parents, but like a dad or been like, I just want to see my kid. And then he get in the house and he's just only trying to hit on the mom. It's kind of what this feels like, like Kanye using. I'm I just want to, I just want to free Larry Hoover, but he really just wants to be cool with Drake <laughs> again. And it kind of feels nasty to me. So I really hope that a lot is done for Larry Hoover instead of it just being a concert. That's my only hope. I don't have any expectation. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm a little confused about, like. I mean, maybe I'm just being ignorant. I have to read about the Free Larry Hoover Project and all the resources available. Um, Because what's the point of the concert? If it's for to spread attention, Kanye did that with Donda, I think. I feel like Donda, between the Donda, the Drink Champs, people know who Larry Hoover is. Facts. If it's for money, Kanye West, he's like, I'm worth $10 billion. And Drake. And Drake. Kanye has the money. Between Kanye, Jay Prince, and Drake, they can fund 20 of these concerts like without even noticing the money's gone so like what is this concert really doing for larry hoover i don't know now is it a tour like is this a one-off that's, that's really what i'm, what I'm saying i'm getting about. the feeling that he's about to go like across the country get different guests and like put on these types of shows that's that's the feeling i'm getting like like you very you could be right that's 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 what I'm thinking. I'm like, all right, LA the first stop, but they're gonna do one in Houston. They're gonna do one in Chicago. They're gonna do one in New York. So we'll see. But um Yeah, I mean that is something interesting you bring up, Taj. Just the whole like it does feel a little nasty. It just I don't know what to expect. Even with the Drake part, like what is he about to do? Are they about to do two separate sets? It said he's a special guest, so are we really about to get catfished and Drake about to just maybe My thing come out for 10 too, minutes? It was so sudden. Like, it just got announced last two weeks ago at the earliest, November 7th. The concert is on December 9th. That's like a month. I don't really know what they threw together. That's like not that much time, to, I feel like, to throw together a show. It's obviously mm. it's obvious it's been in the works. I mean, if, that's the I thing. Even think uh, that's about the thing, this. unless it's been in the works for a long, long time. But that's what I'm confused about. I'm like, was this normal? Was this the expected rollout for Donda? Or do we feel like this was a spur of the moment Drake thing? 
That's that's wait. You think this is still part of the Donda rollout? You don't think this is some separate? I'm I'm asking you guys. I feel like it could be. Like, what if this is just like the Donda tour? Why? I mean, yeah, da- it don't Donda, feel like that to me. Donda is one of the biggest albums of the year. I don't think he. Why attach that to Larry Hoover? You could just get the hype. Like, I don't understand. You don't need the. I don't know. You don't need this for the hype, for the rollout. But I'm saying, what if he just wants to do both? You know, I'm gonna go on tour. And I'm going to dedicate the tour to Larry Hoover. I'm going to call it the Free Larry Hoover Concert Tour. I guess. Okay. No, I'm just asking. Okay, so that's... Uh, no. I don't I'm know. Just, I'm I just, just, I'm just I, throwing out I feel like Kanye as a whole has been way less um, methodical about this album rollout than any of his past albums. Past albums, I would have said, yeah, like all this was strategic. But this one, it just kind of seems like Kanye is just kind of going with things. Yeah, so I'm interested Damn. to see what this looks like. Spur of the moment. Yeah. I mean, I'm intrigued. Uh, speaking of Kanye West and um, Drake, they both got nominated for Best Rap Album of the Year. You guys care yeah. about this category? Read the rest. Read the rest. We got Let's talk Tyler. About it. We got Tyler in there. We, we got, got Tyler, Nas. the creator. Call me if you get lost. Nas, King Disease 2, J. Cole, The Off Season, Kanye West, Donda, and Drake Certified, certified Lover Boy. I mean, you gotta to me, give it to Tyler. You the, gotta to give me, it's between Tyler. Donda and Tyler. I agree. It's between Tyler and Donda, but I, honestly, I don't even know what Donda is. <laughs> I feel like Don, I feel like you should album. give this one to Tyler, and then Donda should just be considered for album of the year, which it is already is. Like Donda should. That's Donda's real competition. Didn't Igor technically win rap album of the year? Yeah, or did that win. I agree with that. So you said. Donda album of the year, or just say let him take the nominations. I say Donda should be, yeah, Tyler should get this one, but Donda should be in the like real consideration for album of the year. Even though I would nice. say Donda, I don't know, they're kind of one what's me, Donda and uh, Tyler's album. I probably yeah, take facts. if I, if I had a vote, I would lend it to Tyler. I think. Yeah, it was more focused. Yeah. But I mean, you can't deny this is the thing, though. When you talk about album of the year, like it's hard to separate that from all the other shit that came with Donda. Like just the unorthodox rollout. It was so grandiose, like that whole Apple Music thing, the multiple listening parties. Like when I be thinking about all that, it's like I want to pick Donda. But when I think about just the album, like Mano Eat Mano, I'm, I'm messing with Tyler. That's my like logic. If that makes sense. I think Tyler just has less fat and it's more of a rap album. Uh, Don is just kind of overpowering you with superstars. So it just seems more fitting for album of the year. Album of the year, the other artists we have, We Are by John Batiste. Never heard it. Love for Sale, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Never heard it. Justice, Justin Bieber. Hated it. <laughs> uh, Planet Her, Doja Cat. Uh, that's my favorite right now for the award. Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Heard It, didn't think it was album of the year. Uh, Back of My Mind, Her, still haven't revisited. Chance raved about it, so I'll say it's cool. Montero, Lil Nas X, doesn't deserve it. Olivia Rodrigo, Sour, Silence. I mean, Taylor Swift, listen. Evermore, and Kanye West, Donda. I got planning so Her. So look, now who I want to win? I want Donda to win. I feel like I want Donda to win... And I realistically think Olivia Rodrigo will win, 
But this nigga John Baptiste. Oh, you actually know, know who him? he is? Oh, okay. No, I don't. And that, and that, and that is exactly why I think he might win this joint. Because I've never heard of this nigga, and I clicked on his Twitter right, and he has like he had like eleven nominations. Yeah, most like, noms best, of any artist. Best R and B album, best American song in vastly best, different categories. I, I was, I was like, I was like, son, I was like, who is this dude, John Baptiste? Like he went crazy in 2020, 2021. So I'm gonna have to, I'm, a, I'm gonna guess Rodrigo or Baptiste. Wait, yeah, it's definitely between. It's definitely between for me, her Donda and uh, Doja shit. Um. Who I, who I would, I think that the her was five, so I wouldn't be surprised if she won it. Can we talk that's low about key her? Who my vote. It was just very slept on, so that's the only thing. I feel like it ain't get, like, it was, it's so weird because it was not slept on, but like. I think it was pretty slept at on. At the same time, was, because it got, when I'm thinking about the songs that got nominated at the Grammys, like, when I'm thinking about like she did have some like pretty high profile songs. It was like a little bit under the radar, but when you heard them, they sounded like they were big songs. Wasn't her last sense. album nominated for a Grammy? Everything her does is nominated. <laughs> I was about to say. Shout out her. Five. At this point, might as well just throw her in the nomination category, but I wouldn't be mad if any of those three won it. I also wouldn't be mad at I'm honestly not mad at who am I? Uh other than Montero, I just don't hear Montero's album, especially, There's I'm no only way. mad at Justin Bieber. <laughs> I'm not even mad at Lil Nas X because I support Lil Nas X. He seems like a cool guy, but that Justin Bieber album, no. Like, no. Hell no. In no way, <laughs> shape, or Did form. Did you see? It was like the the Triple Chucks Deluxe version. Yeah. I, was like, I don't even know what that means. I was like, that just sounds a little like racist. <laughs> I don't want that winning. <laughs> I don't want that winning. I, like, the Martin Luther King interlude, I can't have that win. Let's go, let's talk about uh talk about arm song of the year, song of the year was interesting. Um, who was who there? Who was there? It <laughs> was definitely us. It was definitely Silk Sonic. Song of the um, year. You got uh, Bad Habits, Ed Sheeran, uh, A Beautiful Noise, uh, Alicia Keys, Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo, Fight for You, Her, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Kiss Me More, Doja and SZA, Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic. Uh, Call Me By Your Name, Lil Nas X, Peaches, Justin Bieber, Daniel Caesar, and Giveon, and Right On Time, Brandy Carlisle. Kiss Me More. Yeah, I got Kiss Me More or Call Me By Your Name or Leave the Door. This is a pretty good category. I'm not really mad at anybody here. Even Peaches, I'm not mad at it. That was it was a good song. Facts. What I am mad about for Peaches, how did Peaches get nominated for Best R&B song? <laughs> Sick. Remember when we if reviewed speak, the song and we questioned, trouble, but, and we questioned why Daniel Caesar and Giveon won the song? I think that was why. I think Justin oh, Bieber Oh, they needed the rhythm and blues. <laughs> it was Giveon. Man, I don't want to see. I'm not. If I speak, I will get in trouble. But that shouldn't win it. Um, driver's license might win it. I don't Kiss even know what that song so sounds like. What, is, what does driver's license sound like? You want me to sing it right now? You want me to Please. give you like a okay? I'm not gonna sing it. All right, can you just say the lyrics? Maybe I heard it before and passed. No, I definitely heard it in a lift. I don't. Remember I'm just trying to see what it sound like. Just like, come on, dude. Just just do a little rendition for us, please. 
Just, just do the jingle. Do the tune. You Honestly, produce I, a nigga when somebody be like, I need to hear like a melody or something. See, what you be doing in the yo? What you be doing? You be like, what do you like, think nah. we do? You think we like, we think you we just like, we're like parrots? You know, to turn into designer at the <laughs> 2016 double XL. Just start clapping it, homie. <laughs> like, come on, bro. What do you think we do? You think we just like recite the songs? Vance, I need you to do this. Best Jasmine R&B Sullivan. album. Let's talk about oh. Jasmine Sullivan. There you go. Perfect yeah, facts. Key. Jasmine Sullivan, Hotels, Her, Back on uh-huh. My Heart. Back on my mind, uh, Leon Bridges, Gold Digger Sound, John Batiste, We Are, Snow Allegra, Temporary Highs, and The Violet Skies. It's definitely got to be between Jasmine and uh, and that her joint. I didn't. I didn't even. I like Leon Bridges, and I didn't. I know he dropped an album. So I was about to say, I said, listen to that, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Grammys. I did not know. Um, again, watch out for that Baptiste. But, um. I don't know. I like the I like the her. I do like the her album in this category. I would I like ask why was Snow Allegra nominated in her first album run? Was it Best New Artist she was nominated for? Uh, was she nominated at all last Grammys? We would have to look that up. But I don't think I'm she like was. this is like when they gave yeah, Leo no, the Oscar for the for the for um what they give him the Oscar for the Revenant. I mean that was kind of. The Bear movie. movie. Nigga so for the, the Bear, Revenant. yeah. It was for the Revenant. But who who got their first? Somebody got their shit with, like, Hollywood. With that Hollywood movie. Regardless, it's like, man, I don't know if this should, if the Violet Skies is the one that should be there. But maybe I'm hating, so. I got the her. I got her. That's what I'm saying. What would I yet uh, to hear the John Batiste. I'm going to come back next week with a... 10 minute breakdown of who John Batiste is because this is the most he has to be the most interesting person in music right now like he's got to be so <laughs> introspective I feel like he like I think I tried he to shapeshifted to I feel like he like took Lucky Day's like whole everything and industry clout and like morphed it with himself and just like made John Baptiste because <laughs> Lucky Day from? like Where's Lucky Day from? vanished Lucky Day vanished like where did he go like Nah, Lucky Day is on here. He got a nomination. Lucky Day got oh, two he nominations. He, he's got a few. Two. Talk he got about best it. traditional R and B performance. Um, Lucky Day featuring Yeba. How much can a heart take? Oh, uh, that song is great. Yeah. Her Facts. fight for you. Leon Bridges featuring Robert Glasper. Born again. BJ the Chicago Kid. Bring it on home. And John Batiste yet again. I need you. Please give it to Lucky Day. Lucky Day, shout out Lucky Day, man. Maybe John Baptiste. Yo, if Lucky Day wins that category over category over John Baptiste. I think best. Pro- I think Lucky Day should win a best progressive R and B album. Uh, Table for Two got nominated. Thanks. That was I raved about that project when it came out. What Great else? project. What else? Uh, Masego, uh, Study Abroad, Extended nah. Stay, Dinner Party by Terrence Martin, Robert Glasper, Ninth Wonder. It sounds like a good album. Never heard it. That was a uh, pretty fire album. Mood Valiant by Hiatus Coyote. Something to Say by Corey Henry and New Light by Eric Bellinger. Eric Bellinger with the Grammy nom. Congratulations. The Lucky Day was short and sweet. Agreed. It was nice. I enjoyed it. Great. Now let's great talk little about, concept. Let's talk about that album that couldn't have gotten nominated because she dropped it too late. She just dropped it. Oh, wait, let's, let's get it unheard. Let's get it unheard before we talk about Man, play that Adele. I mean, Adele, we might get that shit taken down. It's just taken down before it gets uploaded. 
That's a fact. They probably, yeah, fact. She changed Spotify, so she's definitely in the algorithm. Um, Man, I'll play an unheard. I'm gonna play Goofy Ass by Devin Tracy. product I will argue the greatest singer on the earth right now Mrs. 30 Steph Curry he had the number for a while (laughs) everybody had the bars keep the 30 on me like I'm Stephen Curry you know it's over it's over for that the new 30 belongs to Adele she actually 33, though. That's what I was a little confused about. I'm like, man, you kind of capping, but... Did she get divorced when she was 30? Hmm? Did she get divorced when she was 30 or something? Maybe the papers did sign at 30. I don't I know. Bet. She do have, like, the most crucial ages on here. 21, 25, 30. 23. Oh, no, she didn't have the 23. The 25, she had a 19, the 21, though. and the 19, yeah. The 19 is, like, the least... No, it's crucial, though. No, you know, you're 19 no. is that one. 19 is the most, like, pointless year. I disagree. Anyway. Yeah, facts. None of these ages matter. (laughs) Now, look. They've got it listed on here as pop on Apple. But I want to first credit Adele for really tapping in, I would say, and going full R&B. Now, I think she kind of came back, heard the little whisper R&B stuff. And, like, really felt offended. Like, you know, people are doing it well. People are doing the R&B thing well. But when you hear songs like, Woman Like Me, I Drink Wine, My Little Love. Like, these are real R&B records. Like, I don't know. You get the ballads. You get the easy on me's. Hold on. Um... Even the outro is a great record. Love is a game. But I just feel like this album was everything. You know, there's the pop stuff on here too. And I'm not going to like avoid that. It's Adele. You know, she needs to get the pop records. But even the pop records had like soul. It had that R&B flavor. Like everything about the album felt very true. Rooted, like truly rooted in R&B. I don't know. And that made me very happy because I wasn't expecting that when I first was was clicking on the album. The singles didn't really make me think that at first, but I was satisfied. And then when I see her performing and she's got all the black musicians, I'm like, man, Adele's tapped in. 
I'm reading articles that she tapped in with uh, Inflow from uh, Salt, which is the group I've played on here before. You know, Cleo Soul tapped in with them. And I'm like, man, Adele's really tapped into that community, that, that UK R&B community. UK R&B community that we've seen dominating for the last two, three years. So this is kind of a amalgamation of that, just a full product, just full product. It's just like a perfect album to me. Did you guys hear Did you hear the album? We did, man. Of course. It got fucking about to do 850K first week. Nuts. Um, I know they ain't do them type of numbers no more, but, um... 500k I will say pure. first impression to say it's 58 minutes it's only 12 songs it's so crisp like if you want to do an hour long album that's how you do it I was like I listened back to it like 3 or 4 times I'm like man like this bitch feel like it's flying by like that's how good the records are so shout out to her for that um I mean it's Adele what do you want me to say like you gotta respect the vocals you gotta respect the songwriting like um, nothing I need to add here, man. Great, great record. Um, what I thought was interesting is how she got Spotify to like fucking change the feature to where like you can't shuffle projects on the first listen. And I thought that was a great feature, by the way, because if you were no, shuffling chance, chance. projects on the first listen, you were criminal. Oh, I thought you were doing that. I thought you were the one using that feature for a second. Hell no! Like, if you were shuffling projects. Especially on the first listen. I don't even know. You are criminal. That's how misinformation spreads. That's not what happened. Spotify has a feature to where if you're not a premium account, they don't allow you to play anything straightforward. Oh, You have to listen on shuffle. So Adele, which what she did was cool. So she reached out to Spotify and said, like, did that. (laughs) And they actually listened and was like, okay, we'll actually let them listen to your project and without shuffle, even if they're not premium users. I think that's what that's what happened. Thank you for that clarification. Time cool. money. I saw somebody tweet that the best part of the rollout is that it's fully surrounding her actual emotional comeback. You know, like everything has been very intimate. Everything has been very true to her, like that brand right now of just like overcoming hardship. You know, they had the teacher come on stage. She was crying, you know, like it was her inspiration. Then she did Rolling in the Deep, and the whole crowd was standing up, and everybody was cheering. It's like everything. And then they had the person propose. It was just everything is so, like, insanely wholesome. It's like, okay, it's a little drawn out, but at least it's solid. At least it's true. So I want to shout that out, too. Shout out to Adele, man. It's just showing people, showing these niggas how to get it done. You've seen the pictures of her with the with the hoodie on talking about with the finger gun to the head. I don't know who she was talking to. I don't know if that was the ex. I don't know if she was talking to Skepta. But Skepta her ex? I mean, she was messing with Skepta for a little bit. Yo, Adele, is she really like... She's with Rich Paul. I'm she really you, be a, she be um, with the niggas. She be at the cookouts, bitch, because what they have over there in the UK, all, all the UK listeners, what, what y'all do over there? Y'all don't do cookouts. Y'all do like tea party? <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> she be at all the um croquet matches, like just going crazy. But I did not know she was with Skepta, man. 
Um, that's that's fire. That's fire, actually. I see why she got so much soul. But that's shout out to Dell, man. Tapped in. Shout out to Dell. What you what you thought about the album, Taj Money? I'm not I'm not reviewing it. <laughs> reviewing an Adele <laughs> album is like giving a scouting report on LeBron. It's like that's why? what I'm saying. What do you want me to say? <laughs> we know we know everything. It's we like know how great Adele is. It's like, like back it's okay. to the basket game or three point game. <laughs> everything the is perfect. The it IQ is, is. It's so it's okay. Yeah, man. Definitely go listen to that. I didn't even hear other albums that drop for real. Actually, it's time to go from a great album to a horrible album. We're not about to talk about it right now, are we? Let's save it. We we got somebody more important, man. Somebody more impressionable. Lancelot Four, Nancy Foe. Ah, uh, yeah, we can't stand another the UK. nigga from across the pond. Let's stay over there. I'm enjoying my uh, visit. Okay, I'm trying to stay in the UK. So we go from Adele to Lancy Foe. We go two from sides Chelsea of the spectrum. to what's the hood Brixton, in the UK? Brixton, Brixton. Brixton. Let's get it. Um, live evil. We have some different, you know, different flavors from Lancy Foe this album. I mean, we can we can honestly let Taj take this one away. You know, he just dropped a little sound sports review. You know, a little humble brag. You know, I'm not even gonna let him get it in. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna get it out before he, he before he can even shout himself out. You feel me? So, um, yeah, Taj, tell tell the people how you feel. Live evil, good or great or flop. Live evil is excellent. It's. In, in my shout out Vance for shouting out my review. In the review, I like finally gave like a term to like this realm of rap that like Don Tolliver and Playboy Cardi and all these niggas exist in. I called it experience rap. And for like the years, for like forever, uh, Lancey Foe has kind of been getting shit on as like the UK nigga trying to copy the American niggas in this lane. And I think this is a project that's kind of like, nah, Lancey's not really copying anybody. He's like really one of them. Like this was it. Like Lancey perfectly blended like if you think about the melodies of like don tolliver's life of a don and then like the edginess just chaotic energy of like whole lot of red lancy found like the perfect middle ground and made live evil it's like melodic enough for you to like want to replay the songs but it's like not so melodic to where you kind of like zoning out you feel like okay whatever it's like perfect it's just edgy enough just melodic enough Perfect blend. It's one of my favorite projects of the year. It was the project I listened to most this weekend and on a week where Adele dropped. So I feel like that says a lot. I agree. That the melodies really stood out on this album, which is it's like lucky it's like I mean we'll get to the lucky too. But it's just like how he keeps getting better in ways you don't you would never almost expect him to. That's kind of how I'm feeling about Lancy with these melodies. And Don with the melodies, it's like, yo. This, these are really getting better, tighter, like, more focused. The song ideas are more complete, like, more, like you said, like, they're not super repetitive to where they're annoying, but, like, they're not too creative and artsy to where you get lost in it and drowned out for, like, three minutes. Um, there's the one song. I just want to highlight some songs real quick. Wait in Miami. Amazing. Incredible. <laughs> incredible like incredible record i don't know what he was going through when he made that record but that song is amazing um berserk top five lancy song if you ask me if he drops the fact that he ended the song talking about how he wouldn't put a second verse on and then he actually just stopped the song (laughs) didn't stop the song 
it was so hard, but I really do need that second verse because the second verse would have taken that song from great to I don't know where. Um, shout out to Lil Yachty on Out of My Mind. Not to say, I'll, I don't want to say he kept up with Lancey because that sounds like Yachty like has to keep up with rappers, but like I would say they like it was a good partnership. It was a good pairing that I wasn't expecting. Um, yeah, Over Me, great record when it comes to the melodies. And uh, I really liked I Know. Those were like my four or five. Are you now, are you now, are you now a fan? Are you now a this fan? This is my check? first Lancey project, bro. Welcome. Which I thought that Taj brought up such an interesting point because... That was always my stigma. Take that was that was always my stigma or my uh, my pre, my what's the word I'm looking for? Preconceived notion is that what you? My saying? preconceived notion. <laughs> Two words. Always just. I just got the feeling that he was the British Playboy Cardi, and I'm like, mm, like I like Playboy Cardi, but I don't be listening to him. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that, like that, like he nice, but that ain't really my vibe. So I was like, uh, I don't know if I even fuck with Lancey. So I never even really much gave him a chance. But I just decided to tap in with this project. And the melodies was there. And I was like, he does sound a little bit like Playboy. But it's much more like just vibey. Like it ain't just like just hyper mode 24-7, which I was really fucking with. Um, So that was just my first impressions with the project. I found myself going back to it throughout the weekend. So uh I'm I'm pleasantly surprised and I'm I'm glad I'm tapped in. If you had uh some preconceived notions regarding Lancey Foe, you know, prior. I think this is this is a good project. Taj Taj described it perfectly. It's a great middle ground um to kind of go hop into this this little niche and rap. So yeah. Eight out of ten stars. <laughs> yeah, my final my 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 final word I definitely do want to definitely shout out the fact that um like I was it was easy to like return to like you said in a weekend where Adele dropped the fact that I was comfortably going back to the Lancey it sounded great it sounds great in the AirPods I cleaned the uh kitchen to the Lancey I drove I picked up a pizza in the Lancey like <laughs> it sounds great everywhere every environment so that's also, a lot harder to do these days than I think people know. So shout out Lancey for underrated. I didn't even talk about it. Why it was also so easy to return to thirty two minutes. Like even when you got like you said, there was a few songs that was like a minute and a half, some little one and a half minute pockets just to catch a vibe. Like mm-hmm, once vibe. I feel like I'm a listener. Like once I get the vibe of the song, especially kind of like this genre that's very repetitive. Like I don't need to hear like four or five renditions of it over the course of a fucking four and a half minute song. Like. It's going to make it harder for me to come back to that project. So I really just appreciate it. Again, like Adele with the, the crispness, like just get to the point, give me that vibe, and then let me just come back to it, you know, over and over again. Because we all got those long ass songs where we like a particular portion of the song and the rest is like, I, right. like I'm out of here. So shout out Lancey. Great, great music this week. All right, I'm going to play it. Uh, even though we just did a whole segment about him, fuck it. I'm gonna play uh, Lancey for my unheard. I want, I've already played him like twice, but I'm gonna play Two Swagged Out. This was my favorite song off the album. She's seeing a star, she feel like she made it. Yeah. Two Swagged Out. 
This a um, this a first take ass. This a first take ass. <laughs> I'm Molly. This gross. This Stephen A. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you change your voice? Stop that immediately. <laughs> nigga cosplaying as Molly. <laughs> nigga had first pick and chose Molly. <laughs> All right. All right. Serious question. Um. Is this the beginning of the end for your guy, Bryson Taylor? He drops a different Christmas. A supposed or he markets it as a Christmas project for the holidays. How do you feel about it? Uh no. I don't think this is the beginning of the end. Um, I think this is like you ever hear those like stories where like niggas would be like you know, I really couldn't tell my dad was on drugs. And then, like, one day he brought home, <laughs> like, a dog, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> That's kind of how, like, this is. Like, the beginning was, like, when you couldn't tell, like, Bryson was falling off was probably that second project. Like, you could tell, but you couldn't really tell. That was really the beginning of the end. This is, like, Bryson bringing home a stray dog and a TV. Oh, man. Saying that, like, oh, happy Christmas fuck. in the middle of November. <laughs> like, this is that moment where everybody, oh, like, stops and notices, like, damn, this really is getting kind of bad it's, it's getting ugly damn so this ain't even the beginning of the end this, this is the end like, of the end yeah this is the apex of the end this is the so yeah. you've seen it you've seen the whole plot yeah i don't know it's we we talked about it last week i think he's just completely lost his confidence after that second project and this is like i don't know i thought he was recovering with anniversary he is not recovering i only i got through three songs on this project so i can't even review it i only got through three songs yeah, I got through five. Damn. I got through five. I don't even be caping for this nigga. I at least listen to the whole project, though. I'll give y'all a quick rundown. Um, Everything I heard was not it. It just... I don't know what a... That's, that was my whole confusion. I'm like, why is a view of all people making a Christmas project? It didn't fit. Like, it didn't fit at all. At all. It was like... It nigga still was feels about, like I'm going from <laughs> Trap Soul... To this, <laughs> didn't Chris Brown drop a Christmas album? Well, 
I think, or was he just on like a Christmas? He was like on a Christmas. A, he was on movie. a soundtrack for the yeah, Christmas right. movie, right? Was that? But it? he had worked there. Like that was his whole. It was image, a better like, finesse, like right. Here is like this nigga <laughs> talking about being lonely on Christmas. Like nigga, where your family? Like yeah, you can't be lonely. Like there's no way you you're alone. You're bright. I mean, maybe, but come on, you can't play that card. All his features watch him. Three of the songs got features like. They they sing for like seventy five percent of the song. Wash. The other two or three is like covers, so it ain't even really like it's like half original music. Like I don't know, bro. It's just damn. Like this is the end. Like they about to they about to bring him to the slaughterhouse. So they about to bring him to the drop, back of the barn. Do you think he'll drop a an album or maybe an EP after this? Like where where does he go from here? Realistically, he's on a. I'm that's like, the thing because it's like. As a fan, I am sad. But as somebody who like pays attention to stuff, I don't even think this was Bryson Tiller's intention. I think this was like a label move of like we need somebody, we need a new Christmas album on our label fourth quarter. Let's try and make these like sheets look good before the end of the year. And like, all right, Bryson Tiller, you haven't done anything in a while. Let's see if you still have traction. I think you just who might thought, be getting shelved after this, like completely. Who thought Bryson Tiller was Mariah Carey at the label? <laughs> I don't even think it was that. It was kind of just like a. They were just going around and like, who wants to do the Christmas album? And everybody was like, no. And then Bryson Tiller was like, no. And it was like, nigga, you don't get to say no. <laughs> like, look, look at your last two. So he just got stuck. That's with hilarious. It. What's Bryson RCA Tiller roster? definitely doesn't get to say no. Who else could have did the album? RCA, give me one second. That's Jaren's people. Thames, Doja, SZA, Damn, Whiskey, literally you could have, damn, Normani. damn, I would have rather any of Tinashe. them. Tinashe, they got Chris Brown too. God damn. But all these people, yeah, they know. All these people are on like winning streaks. Bia, her, damn. Even Khalid can probably say no before Bryson Tiller. At least he got the location. Khalid also has an album coming out. Early December, mm. so he had like a escape. He had a plan. Like ah, I'm already busy. <laughs> I'm weak. I'm so weak. Tiller got trapped in that meeting. Like uh, <laughs> you can't go anywhere. That's pain. Damn. Well, pain. yeah, that album gets. From what I heard, it was like a four out of ten. He had a good run. I'll still believe. Drake. I still believe in a bounce back if he ever does drop another album. He had a, a real album. Run. He got injured though, career-ending injury. <laughs> you want to um, talk about uh, Kate Trinata dropped the EP? Let's talk Slight about three, it. three songs. Unfortunately, I don't even know how you got to call that an EP, but fine. That's like exactly what an EP is. <laughs> like three to <sighs> three to six. I feel like that's a good EP. They've territory. been packaging them bitches is up as singles as of late. The two and three, three song. Really I don't know which. Is, I don't know if the Mac Hami song is better or the her song is better. I go with her just because the Mac Hami verse was so hard, but that beat wasn't. That beat didn't match how hard Mac Hami's verse was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no disrespect to Kate It was a hard beat, but Mac Hami's verse needed like that. If that on that verse on like a grimacing ass beat, that's like song of the year almost. It was more of just, I think, a flex for Kate Trinata, like, look what I can do. Yeah. 
But like you're right. Maybe another. But hey, Maghami, not to jump, not to jump ship too quick. But if Kaytronada does have credits on this Maghami album, then now that's where I'll be excited to see. Like, okay, if he really put some crazy shit together, or really collab with another producer. I feel like we don't. I don't. I feel like I haven't seen Kaytronada really work with too many other producers. At least in a, like um, I think he maybe did. Chance the rapper all night with somebody else, but other than that, I'm not sure. But yes, yeah, a great EP, man. It's great music. Great music. What was that third record? Who's on that other third record? Uh, the other track Thundercat. was with Thundercat, yeah, but that was the second one. That was a good song too. Just nice, man. Just great vibes. This is a great weekend for music. We also got uh, two singles, My Guys, my top two, Earl Sweatshirt and Lucky. I've been raving, ask Vance, every, at the end of every episode, I ask Vance, like, has he gotten any update on Lucky, <laughs> on this Lucky single? I've been asking about this Lucky single for months, and I finally got it. It's finally released. Neptune versus the industry. Lucky's incredible. It's, it's like, I don't even, I feel like I've raved about Lucky. <laughs> enough but lucky is he's just underrated and I, I don't want him to ever be more rated like he's perfect at right where he is like i like this amount of fandom for lucky yeah it's like watching your homie who you just seen who since y'all were like five just ball out it's like it was going dumb and to you he's forever going to be underrated like even if he's getting kind of rated it's like nah like y'all niggas still don't see what i see in this man <laughs> Like, not like that, but like, come on now. You see, like, Lucky, like I said, he's still getting better. Um, the songs are getting more creative. I hope an album is coming soon. I think that that's what this is promo for. But how was the Earl single? I didn't hear that. Earl single was incredible. It was so good that I've been raving about that Lucky single, and I immediately... Like, did that fucking uh, what, Toy Story meme where he, like, throws the one toy and is like, I don't want to play with you anymore? I did that with the Lucky single. With the That's Earl. hilarious. That's like, ho- that Earl 2010, it was produced by uh, Black Noise, I think, um, who's, like, friends with Earl. And they, like, incredible production. And, like, I think Earl is probably the best lyricist of our generation, and I'll stand by What's that. What's it called? And that What's it called? production was better than Earl's verse. It's called 2010. Okay. It's also, like... um. There's not many Earl fans, so I won't go too deep into a review, but it's Earl kind of coming back on the brighter side of things. Earl's like, since 2015, he's been super dark with everything. This was like the probably the lightest Earl verse I've heard in like the last six years. Damn, I'm looking forward to that because he has been super dark. I mean, it's still dark lyrically, but just sonically, it's lighter than anything since probably like Doors. I like the... um. That one verse he had on that Boldy James Alchemist project was pretty, it was kind of cloudy and light. I like that one too. I can't remember what verse that was, Fake Flowers or whatever that song was called on the Bo Jackson, but I'm excited because that was the last Earl that I heard and I was a fan of that, so nice. Any more new music before we head uh, out? Isaiah Rashad, the homies begged version. So I guess the deluxe, the house is burning. Uh, four quote unquote new tracks. One is just a remix of a uh, R.I.P. Young, except he added Project Pat. 
and Juicy J. So that was cool. Um, Deep Blue and Nudie. Nudie had a great verse. Um, and the, the other songs were good, too. I was just like, mm, they were just kind of sleepy. I feel like all the features kind of just were more interesting than uh, Isaiah. Maybe that was the point, but they were cool. I will, I'll go back and I think I said the Isaiah Rashad was mid. I'll say it's good. I, I re-listened to it. I heard it live. I think that really changed my perspective. And then I heard it in the car. I think that was my first time hearing it in the car. It's, it's still not what I was expecting, but still, it's definitely not mid. It's a good project. Good to cool. What is the deluxe of the whole house the, is burning? The project as in general. I think it's, I would, I'll bump it. Whatever I initially reviewed it, I'd bump it like a tier or two. Thank you. That's all I wanted. <laughs> Respect. Um, talk about new music. Uh, we got Metro got an upcoming project. Um, y'all want to talk about that? Very excited. Probably a project. I am one of the projects I'm most excited for. I loved Metro's last project. I thought it was one of the most underrated projects in recent memory. I'm a fan of really. You thought that project was underrated? Yeah, it went number one, but it only sold it like definitely thirty k, and like it's got incredible those songs Travis on it, and nobody really Travis cared about were it. Great. So I'm super excited for the next Metro, and Metro's been like super diverse with the features. He's been like tapping with the weekend, James Blake, just a whole bunch of random niggas. So I wouldn't be shocked if this is a whole different like vibe than that first project. Metro go. High expectations. I think he will deliver. That's my little rant. I've just seen from the Instagram pictures and film camera pictures. It's just every artist slash producer, like Taj said, I want to see. That I would want to see is James Blake. He's in there with ASAP Rocky, Savage, Future. I mean, it's just like everybody. So, is is there any like timetable on that, or we just know it's upcoming? Just know it's upcoming. I'm assuming early next year, to be honest. Let's get it. Thank y'all for tuning in, man, to the Unheard Podcast. We're going to wrap it up right here. Lots of great music this week. Um, can't believe the fucking year about to end in like five weeks. Shit is insane. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. Um, I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Shout out to uh, Native Americans. But fuck with y'all. I don't fuck with Thanksgiving. So let's get it. Yeah, happy holidays to everybody. Um, spend some time. Call your mom. Hopefully you're with your family. If you're not with your family, you know, like FaceTime, all that shit exists. So make it a good, wholesome weekend. Nigga said keep the family flows. Facts. <laughs> For real. I have no last words. Um, other than unheard, we called um, I Hate You four months ago. And now you guys Bruh. are gassing I Hate You. And I'm mad. We called this, gassing we said this it. four it's, months ago. What's crazy is what how much they're gassing it. Like, I mean, we can we not to say uh, what can we expect, but like, it is TikTok. The trends, when they trend, they trend quickly. But it's like, damn, you. it was a while ago that we said this song is crack cocaine. We really for this exact hook. Yeah. For What's this the exact name of this part? podcast, y'all? Unheard. Unheard. There we go. There we go. I just want. Go I, ahead, I want uh, respect on our name. Insert the insert the burden, man. I'm tired of it. No, no, no. Go shit on a mother. Go shit. Go shit on the motherfucking socials.
I'm weak. <laughs> Go to, we'll, put, we'll post this shit right now. All right, unheard, unheard artists on chance. Let's get it. Um, I'm gonna play some from the uh, NBA. Never broke again. They dropped the Grammy, Grammy nominated artist, NBA young boy. Yeah, we need talk about that. He better win best melodic performance. Or there was a uh, another nominee. Who was the other nominee that I like? Doja got nominated for it. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was Doja. Hurricane um, also got nominated. Kanye West, The Weeknd. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hurricane Doja. would be cool. Doja. The, uh, the I, I'll go Doja with Doja nomination one. That one wasn't even really rap though. That was the one with The Weeknd, I think. That got nominated. No, it wasn't. It wasn't the one with The Weeknd. It was um. Fuck, I'm about to tell you, man. It was need to know. Yay, yay. Oh, oh whoa, okay. Whoa. I'm not mad at that. That's all you had to do, Vance. See how I did that? <laughs> but yeah. Um, Hilarious. Fuck, yeah. Unheard. <laughs> what song yeah, play um this from the Never the Never Broke Again uh compilation project. It's called the Compilation Volume One. Very simple. Terrible. Um play P Youngin and Big B. Song called Sticks. Like, bitch, you ride around those sticks, nigga, we'll smoke in the damn body. Gawky got a dick plus a laser in the damn side. Pussy bitch, nigga, say he gon' kill my partner, nigga, stop. Like, bitch, you swervin' in your hood and all your gang members, they hide. He gonna trick that get your mama hit up in the face. Nigga, you ain't even about that action, stay up in your place. I aim this AR at your head and it's gon' lie in your face. Bitch, nigga, yeah, I'm COS and puss on 4K trait. I told this flag, don't play with it, it'll get you blind. Remember days when I was down, now they see me shining. Fuck if you were a vest, we pull up on them like it's mine. Say she won't fuck the kid, but I don't know who she fuck around with. Send chopper bullets at your neck, you leave a fucking phone quick. And since he say he got the body, knock it out of bouncing. Bitch, nigga, speak up on my name, I leave him in the coffin. Sit 30 hoes up in your head and leave you like a dog. These niggas hoes and all these niggas, they just do that talking. Pussy bitch, hop out on your bros and I'ma hop out off them. You talk reckless, all my niggas, they gon' white chalk you. And bitch, them pistol spark walking, I'ma leave you barking. Face some headshot, it's tough. Leave him dead, now nah, he lonely. Leave him with his dead, huh? Cause you take he smell it like he on SMG, I tie the flag on. Get back and put the rag on. Double G, that stand for gang on. Fuck hate, nigga, we'll bang on you. Say, bitch, you ride around through sticks, nigga, we'll smoke in it, I'm bad. Riding around through sticks, nigga, we'll smoke in it, I'm bad. Bitch, you ride around through sticks, nigga, we'll smoke in it, I'm bad. I cast over, dog.